Chapter 5 Lava Fairies The group set up camp by a small lake. It was so lovely, Bonky thought. Tiny, buzzing, fluffy balls flew above the water. The evening sun made them glitter and sparkle. Just like you would imagine a magical lake, reflected Bonky. Taki had gone into the lake and caught fish, which he threw back onto the shore. The first few fish Taki caught he ate, but when he was totally full and laid on his back, with his stomach big as a balloon, there was a pile of flopping fish on the shore. Raga quickly bit into each one so they stopped flopping. Wait, are you killing them? Bonky made a face. Of course, otherwise they will suffocate and that is much worse. Raga quickly bit into another fish. Muffin had brought out his worn carpet and paced across it a little distance away. Bonky was thinking about that. Muffin was never really gone, or really close, always just a little distance away. They are so pretty, Bonky pointed to the buzzing fluffy balls. Those are Ava Aries! Raga's mouth was full of fish. Ava Aries? Bonky asked. No, lava fairies. Catch the right lava fairy and you get a secret. I don't know any secrets. I've always wanted to catch a lava fairy so I can get a secret. But it's really difficult and they are super fast. Bonky thought Raga had lots of secrets. Mama used to say that you have to talk about the secrets that make your tummy ache. Bonky never quite understood this because she thought tummy ache secrets were indeed secrets because she couldn't talk about them. When the sun started to set, Muffin built a fire and grilled the fish until nearly burned. Everyone ate their fish whole, except for Bonky, who ate small pieces with her fingers. Raga was the only one who ate her fish with rootberry jam. Bonky woke up first. It was still warm. The forest here was different from the one where she first met Raga and Muffin. You could see more of the sky in this forest. She actually dared to wander a bit from their camp. Not so far away that she couldn't see the others, but a little distance away, just like Muffin. Bonky jumped between the rays of sunshine that spread across the ground. She liked this forest. Oh! Bonky went closer. A lava fairy! Stuck between the two stones sat a little fluffy ball that sparkled. It wasn't as bright as last night, so she had to get closer to see the glitter. Bonky was close now. She could almost touch it. The fluff seemed to hover around the fairy, and now Bonky saw that the fairy wasn't stuck at all, but dancing between the two stones. Bonky reached her fingers carefully forward to touch the fluff. Instead of floating away, the fairy came closer to her fingers, so that the fluff tickled them. The fairy stepped onto the palm of her hand, and Bonky gazed at it. It's so beautiful! She wasn't sure she had ever seen anything so beautiful. It danced over her hands and up her arms. Bonky sat completely still so she wouldn't scare the fairy away. Carefully, so carefully, Bonky closed her hands around it. But instead of feeling the fluffy soft fairy, 
her hands filled with black smoke. Frightened, she opened her hands again. The fairy was gone, and the black smoke floated away in the soft breeze. A terrifying howl cut through the forest. Bonky was thrown aside from the horrific sound. Bonky quickly got back up and ran towards the camp as fast as she could. The horrible noise came from Taki. He was howling. His large body bounced violently against the ground. He flew up and threw himself down hard against the ground over and over again. Bonky was looking for Tiki. Where was she? She has to help. Taki has gone crazy. Bonky desperately ran around in the camp amongst the fish remains. She searched under her blanket. She searched by the lake. She searched everywhere, but no Tiki. Suddenly, Taki flew up into the air, high, high up, until Bonky couldn't hear his terrible howl anymore. Bonky stood on the ground and watched Taki disappear up in the sky. What happened? Why did he fly away? Why didn't Tiki stop him? Where was Tiki? Raga and Muffin looked down at the ground. What happened? Bonky was shaking slightly. Raga and Muffin didn't answer, just kept looking down. What happened? Bonky was scared now. She heard herself scream. She never screamed. You found a fairy, Muffin stated gravely. You found a tattle fairy, said Raga. I don't understand. Bonky felt hopeless. There are lava fairies in the forest. Lava fairies can tell us secrets that are important, so we know what is important. But lava fairies can be tattle fairies. Tattle fairies look just like lava fairies. That's why I always say, and everyone says, that no one should ever try to catch any fairies at all, because they can't possibly know if it's a tattle fairy or not. Muffin stared fiercely at Raga. But what do tattle fairies do? asked Bonky nervously. Raga kept looking at the ground while she whispered, They make things disappear. They pick up new ones. Bonky threw herself into the groove that had been shaped from Taki's body. She ground her knuckles deep into the sand. She punched and slammed her fists down into the stupid dumb sand that hadn't done anything. Tiki was gone. Beautiful, big, soft Tiki. Tiki who made everything feel okay. Tiki who made it not so scary to be in the forest all alone and not knowing how she would get home. Bonky didn't cry. She just kept punching the sand until her body was so tired that she collapsed into the groove. Muffin sat down next to her. He laid a small blue hand on her back. Bonky, I can see you are sad. I'm also sad. But even when you and I are sad, we must keep going. We have to go now. Muffin packed his worn carpet into his bag where everything could fit. It's all my fault, said Raga to Bonky as they continued together through the forest. I didn't want to tell you about the tattle fairies. I didn't want you to be scared. I wanted you to like it here. But I should have told you. I didn't think you would find one. It's all my fault. Bonky's tears streamed down her face. She wasn't angry now, just sad. 
She wanted Tiki's soft shoulders to sit on. It's the forest's fault, said Bonky. I hate this forest. Raga continued walking quietly for a while before speaking again. There is something I'm not allowed to say. No! Muffin shouted. This is what we have decided, and it's important because we have decided this. We can find Tiki. Raga said it so fast that Bonky could barely hear. Quiet, quiet, quiet! Muffin was so angry that he turned dark blue. Can we find Tiki? Bonky lit up. Mm. Raga did not dare to say another word. Muffin! Bonky took hold of Muffin's arm to stop him. Can we find Tiki? Yes, but we are not allowed to say because it's dangerous. We promised Tiki not to tell about the clear cut. And if we've promised, we can't say. It's dangerous and dangerous is not good right now. Especially when we are looking for help for other things that are also dangerous. Do you understand? Bonky wasn't sure she understood anything, but she nodded. Is Tiki in the clear cut? Raga nodded and started hopping lightly. Do not hop! Muffin began to pace. Where is the clear cut? Bonky wondered. No one knows, or a lot knows, but no one wants to say. Muffin continued pacing, and he was not as dark blue anymore. Raga hopped high again. We have to find Tiki. Please, please, Muffin. Yes, please, Muffin, begged Bonky. Muffin stopped. It's very dangerous, and we have to ask about the path. The path we must know. The only ones who know are the Wukasis. The Wukasis know the path. They are super hard to find, Raga yelped. They hang in trees in the forest you can barely get through. It's so hard to be in that forest because the trees have lived for a thousand million years and they have grown over everything. It's so overgrown that you can't even walk, only climb. Bonky saw that Muffin had already started away. He walked with his decisive steps away from the stream in the other direction. Is that the direction to the Wukasis? Bonky asked Raga. I think so, said Raga, hopping along next to her.